Rocks out in. That's right. <laughs> Nice. I, got, I got your attention. <laughs> Welcome to episode 56 of The Rock Zone, hosted by yours truly, Max, Ben, and Tom. And this is your weekly pod on the greatest sport ever made, mm. which is... High rocks, baby. Tennis. The yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> also a great sport, but you know what? Like High rocks is why we're here. Sure is. Sure is. Mm. And I hope you boys have got your bro juices ready. Why is that, Tom? That will make more sense oh, as we mm. get into the episode. Little teaser. Okay. Should we just get into it? Let's, Let's do, do it. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Rocks on in. Rocks on in. Rocks on in. Okay, so we have one of the most amazing guests that's joined us this week. Feels like there's always amazing guests, but this is another amazing guest that we've got. Hyrox master trainer, George Edwards. He's come in to hang out with us. Uh, we covered some really, really exciting stuff. Um, one was actually what, what the hell it actually means to be a master trainer. Uh, for those of you that don't know what a master trainer is, it's essentially kind of like one of the two or three top ambassadors that are essentially giving out coaching tips, training advice, and really kind of being the, I guess, the coaching voice of High Rocks. So George is one of those. Um, we are his Padawans for the episode. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. We, let, we get a lot of advice, get a lot of, mm. lot of, lot of sound advice from him. Uh, yeah. Around training, we chat, of course, about Hunter. I think him and Hunter are pretty tight. So we get some interesting snippets into the the life um, of, of, of what it means to be a, a sheriff in the US. <laughs> yeah. uh, we talk about the world champs as well, which are coming up very, very imminently. And we answer some more listener questions. So it's a pretty action-packed episode. Yeah, it's a good one, this one. It most certainly is. And we're going to get a little sexy later on with some science, with some numbers. The headline is, what was the fastest course in the UK? Ooh. Ooh, I'm looking forward Ooh. to that. That's going to be really good. If you do want to go and check that out ahead of, well, if you want to read ahead, skip ahead in the episode. You can actually go and check it out on Instagram at, at RockZonePod. So you're pre-warned for everything that's to come. But for time being, should we get into the episode with George? Let's do it. George, thank you so much for joining us, dude. How are you doing? I'm great, mate. We're going to get straight into the good stuff before we... Uh, We're going deep. Before, oh, yeah. b- before yeah, we, we want to get to know you a little bit. Like, who is this guy on our podcast, you know? So, uh, <laughs> this High Rocks master trainer. Yes. <laughs> who is he? Uh, what, so, who is that? Who is master? <laughs> yeah. Call me daddy. Such, yeah. A, <laughs> such an old school term to bring back, isn't it? Um, Head gonna, trainer. Yeah, who no, are your paddle master. master. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. You're baby. Yeah. I think it's a bit Star Warsy if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, the, yeah, who, who are the paddle ones that you're training? Well, obviously us, us right us. now. Yeah. So, without further ado, quick fire questions. Here we go. What is an everyday item you can't go a single day without, George? An everyday uh, lip balm. Okay, weird. Mm, yeah. uh, what is your favourite type of crisp? Cheese and onion. Same flavour as lip balm, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Same colour. Yeah. <laughs> um, what world record do you think you would have a genuine chance at setting or beating? Um... If I was part of it individually, whatever, whatever, whatever it needs, whatever it takes. Uh, High rocks relay, definitely. High rocks relay. (laughs) I mean, you are the master (laughs) after all. Fair enough. High rocks relay, Um, and also probably the most amount of cross town donuts. Oh, okay, yeah, that is a thing. Food, food is a common answer. Um, And sticking with the theme of food, Mm. if you could bake a lasagna with any famous sports person, (laughs) dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, is it weird that I said Michael Jackson in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right, that's the um, answer you've locked in. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Uh, what what it. side are you going with with your lasagna? Um, Dobles, mate. Dobles. Oh, good. Dobles. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, final question. And uh, you do get a bit of a think on this one. Okay. If Hunter had chosen to call his company 
pump dragon and not builder. It was what, spoken about. <laughs> it was spoken about. What would be your slogan? Get beefy. Get beefy. Fine. Get beefy. <laughs> Get beefy with pump dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think you pass. I think, in, in yeah. my opinion, that was a good good answer to the quick fire questions. You know, the mm. lasagna one was a real curveball. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Why Michael Jackson. Why do we pick Hang on, why do, why do we not uncover Michael Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson's not a sports person. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you meant to be like Michael Jordan. I could see where yeah. the logic was, and it was like a brain fart, but it's good. <laughs> I, I'm going to bring it right back onto track. But um, you mentioned um, your slogan for Pump Dragon, um, but you were obviously recently over in America with Hunter. Um, America, America. <laughs> uh, how was that? Like, where what what went down? Um, so I went out there last year, same sort of time of the year, last March for a couple of week training camp, and uh, we just sort of became friends like during COVID throughout lockdown, just talking about training and competing and stuff. And we'd actually raced together years ago. Obviously, like him being at the very front, me being <laughs> two thirds of the way towards the back. <laughs> but um, I think I've told this story a couple of times, but. Uh, it was OCR Championships in Toronto 2016. Mm. And all the pros and elites got off to a terrible start. No one could get over this ramp because it was so wet and waterlogged. Mm. I managed to get over it first or second time. What so now I'm in like the top. Now you're a big deal. <laughs> now a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm like top 15. Yeah. And I'm riding through the woods like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Just capitalize on this <laughs> you know, advantage I've got. Anyway. Well, well, like Theresa May in a field of wheat. Just like, <laughs> like <laughs> So I was running up this mountain and I know I'm like, you know, I'm gassing. My mm. heart is absolutely through the roof. Mm. Anyway, I hear this, what can only be described as a horse behind me. And <laughs> no. I just do this thing where I just kind of look over my shoulder. And I just see this shadow just like, what the fuck is this, <laughs> right? As this dude with a purple bandana and obviously that ridiculous mullet he's got. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, coming through, dude. I was like, coming through, dude. Yeah. Coming through. <laughs> Just that, well, like, on your left, buddy. Coming yeah. Through. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> and then and we so, became best friends. And because it was single track, I literally managed to hold him off for like a mile. No way. Oh, yeah. So like, he's just like on my step. Yeah. So I'm from rude. behind. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 and um, I was like, well, yeah, I guess he's going to overtake me as this mm. opens up. And he kicked down this like mountainside and I thought, that's dumb. He's mm. going to die when he goes up the other side. He didn't. <laughs> he ran faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, who is this, who is this yeah. magical yeah. beast I've just witnessed? This unicorn of a man. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but then, so we became friends throughout COVID and, mm. um, yeah, he invited me out for a training camp and he just said, obviously, like, he's got, he invites anybody mm. out, but then he kind of will try to, sell, you know, not sell you on it. He'll be like, dude, you better be in shape. Yeah. Like, uh, if you get, yeah, if I'm running okay. and you get left behind, he's not coming back for you. Mm. You know, you got to find your own way home or you've got to know, you know, like, Proper Top Gear vibes then. Basically. Yeah. Like he's just going, You're on yeah. your own. Yeah. But as we became friends and stuff, we sort of realised we've got like similar protocols to training and stuff and we both believe in like similar philosophies of doing stuff. So it kind of made sense. And I was like, look, I'm not going to be lifting mm. the same weights as you and I'm not going to be running the same speed miles. Mm. But actual general intensity of the week, like, yeah, it's not. Mm. You know. That's wicked. So how was it this year? Like, what did you actually get up to when you were out there? So it's, yeah, it's two a days. So mm. Hunter has this thing that's great. You wake up and it's basically ready in five. So you've mm. got five minutes to get your shit together. And I'm a 
bit more casual now. I need like, you know, cereal, banana, like I need to stretch. I'm like, dude, I'm not ready for this yet. You're talking to a, a guy just like that over there. Yeah. Well. <laughs> this guy takes I, a sweet time in the morning. No one can tell me any different. Time is a construct. It's yeah. Like, apart from it, it also impacts everybody else's times <laughs> as well. We're also on the same clock as you. <laughs> yes, but anyway. Do you want to unpack that later? <laughs> yeah, later. Am I in the middle of something, guys? <laughs> Come back. So... Yeah, uh, it's two-a-day sessions. Um, normally, it's like bike ride in the morning. Could be as far as 20, 30 miles. Nothing is flat anywhere he lives. It's either the hills in Malibu or the hills in Crestline. And then we grab a bit of lunch, get some coffee, and then it's normally a weight session in the afternoon of some variety. Mm. Um, it sounds pretty fucking boring, to be honest. Like, I'm what? sure there's some meat in there, some Does juice. It? Like, what are the stories? Oh, like, come on, I what mean, goes yeah, on when you're out there? There's just, like, endless banter, just taking the mick out of each other, yeah. doing impersonations. Yeah, we just rip... Like, there's... Everyone's farting the whole time yeah. and blaming it on someone else. <laughs> um, Hunter, Hunter always is like, oh, George, you've got such a delicate you know, stomach and it's uh, you know, like, can't take American food. I'm like, bro, everything here is cooked in cancer. <laughs> like, and then you tell him, I'm like, and like, he's always saying like, I've got such a delicate digestive system. Mm. And when he's the one who's like, oh, I need to lie down. Oh, I feel so good. I'm like, yeah, you can't eat a McCafe, dude, four times a week. <laughs> he is the American dream, just living on consumerism by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. We went to this taco truck. I should have known. We got so much food for probably half price Chipotle. I literally was just like <laughs> ill-advised. And I was like, started eating this burrito and I was like, I'm not sure about this. And I mm. pulled out this bit of chicken and it was like, I could see a bit of pink. And I was like, nope, oh, <laughs> that's gone over there. And meanwhile, Kyle's eating his and um jake's eating his hunter's sitting down on the on the sidewalk right as say, <laughs> on the curb just munching this burrito and i'm like we're gonna get so sick <laughs> and it, it, it didn't take me and hunter down that time yeah. it took kyle and jake down no way yeah they oh were like god. fighting for the bathroom all oh night. god oh, yeah Jesus. so Intense training and food poisoning mm. is basically <laughs> the to, be honest, this training, to be honest intense farting intense food training and eating horrible stuff mm. that's my vibe in fact i may or may not have had a quarter pounder before coming to this recording did oh, you actually yes. Yes. well done fair well, you also have irregular bowel movements having to poo during your race so well done yes correct. <laughs> so don't take any of my advice um speaking of hunter though without blowing evil oh you guys just want me here to talk about that yeah, yeah. 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 worried about this one yeah. one final question do you want to get him. him on the phone <laughs> one final question one final question do you reckon in all seriousness he's got it in the bag for manchester yeah, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Like, on lot. Who's your Who's your money on for the women's race? Oh, you've got uh, You got Megan Jacoby. Yeah. yeah. I call her Jacoby. Jacobs. It's um, Meg Jacoby. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Michele Norman or Lauren Lauren Weeks. Yeah, Weeks will be on the podium. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It could go. The, I mean, the women's is fascinating. You could literally there'll be a dark horse that will just go. Whoa. Really. She's been all year. Mm. I think so. Um, but well, the men's, I think, is a little bit more straightforward. How come? How come? That's how come you, you think it's like not as not as clear cut. I just think championship races, just with traveling and stuff for athletes of this caliber, it still takes a little while to settle. It's really hard to fly across the other side of the world and put down a good time. Mm. It's kind of you know, it's a lot easier to go to Hamburg, Barcelona for us and yeah, European. When you literally yeah. fly yeah. twelve hours, I mean, I was. Mm. 
by the time I felt good, I was I was coming home again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 it, it yeah. does take that much out of you. So, um, yeah, massive respect to everyone mm. kind of crisscrossing the world to do burpees. Mm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when you put it into perspective like that, it's like, what are we doing this for? Like, Dude, it's so funny. When we go out and meet people and we're just sort of like talking at a bar and someone will go to Hunter like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm like world champion of burpees. <laughs> <laughs> that is a t-shirt waiting yeah. to happen. And then That's I, I just say I'm top 100. <laughs> I train. Yeah. I train the top one hundred. Yeah, yeah. top one hundred. Yeah. I train yeah. with the best. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, like when you put it in, mm. um, I you know, I tell my clients when I'm training them, like he'll get a little bit mm. anxious right before races, and I'm like, listen, it's just for you. At the end of the day, we're running in circles. We're doing exercise. Yeah, mm. take the pressure off. Like this isn't Sky Sports pay per view. Mm. We'd love it to be. Not yet. Not yet. Mm. Not yet. There's not enough cash in the sport, right? Mm. But. Yeah, you got to pull the pin out of the pressure and, you know, kind of just relax, guys. Yeah. On, on that note, is there is there anything you would recommend to people showing up to World Championship, <clears throat> perhaps racing the pro level division for the first time? Is there any, like, last minute advice mm. you'd because, give to them? Because you yourself are actually, you're racing. Yeah, doing doubles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really hard to get stronger in, in a few weeks and it's really hard to get fitter in a few weeks. But what you can probably do is actually recover fully and then test intensity, which will kind of give you confidence. Mm. So, and that will go a long way. So when you say test intensity, what do you mean by that? So if you're doing doubles, then essentially, if you're doing doubles at a speed, you're going to be running four minute kilometers, I'd imagine, probably sub if you're going for like podium. And then you're each going to do about a minute of exercise before you switch over. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like a five minute set, minute off. So, so can, five minute full blast, sixty seconds recovery. Aero, still aerobic. Okay, you know, don't go, don't go anaerobic unless you really hate yourself. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so stay aerobic. You can get to that threshold, like top of zone three, bottom of zone four, and then you can go like right. You can overtrain the grip, for example. Mm. You know, like grip is something that humans we don't really keep that neural pathway long in our bodies because it's kind of useless unless you're on a wall climbing for your life, right? Like rock climbers. Mm. You speak to any of them, they're on the wall, feels great, they get really strong. They step back from the sport for a few weeks and they're like 50% down on their grip strength. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the tendons and the ligaments in your hands are not really meant to like have mm. all those neural pathways going through there all the time. So it's just, you know, it's something that you can really accelerate mm. quickly mm. by, you know, fat grips and pinch grips and hook grips and whatever you can but it's, it's and that would seem like it's a last minute thing because you want it to be you kind of want it to be a last minute thing yeah because yeah. you know Peaking it's for the event yeah. okay um so you can definitely practice your grip strength if you're like thinking about you know yeah. think how grippy hyrox is right ski erg row sled pulls farmers, farmers carry. Carry. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i'd never farmers actually carry. thought about that to be mm. honest I mean, I like, really like this idea of neural pathways. That's why like, I call me the master trainer. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Like, yeah, fair I'm enough. Padawan Ben, you are there. I have so much to learn, Master George. But yeah, so as a just a simple thing, if you've got like limited time, yeah, you, if you if your coach is telling you to go for two hour runs right now, you're with the wrong coach because that's mm. irrelevant. Mm. You know? Okay. Um, okay. If you're like smashing yourself into the ground five days a week. No good. Not appropriate. Yeah. Fair. Peaking is really, really hard to do mm. on a certain hour, on a certain time, in a different venue, maybe in mm. a different country, when you've been training for X amount of months. And that's it's all hormonal driven. Everything mm. is hormonal driven. So your body has to be in a state where you can deal with all that stuff coming at you. Mm. You know, and if you've got a lot of stress in your life, you know, it's even harder. Mm. 
And is there any tips or tricks that you'd ever use to try and change your hormonal balance to adjust for that? I don't know about tips or tricks, but circadian rhythm mm. drive your hormonal balance. So just going to bed on time. That's a you know going to bed when it's dark. It's yeah. kind of like nine thirty, I guess. It's getting dark now. Yeah. And then waking up with the sunlight and getting enough sun, vitamin D, exercising but not too intensely, hydration, mm. cellular level hydration. We could spin off that for an hour, but like yeah. just hydration properly, and then um, you know I guess reducing the amount of stimulus coming at you every day right we've all got like i think they say like ten thousand adverts a day coming yeah. out your eyeballs yeah. really something like yeah. that so ten thousand <laughs> something like that yeah what? subliminally like everything is trying to sell you oh. and your brain will obviously on board all this stress mm. so oh. it's why cities aren't very healthy in general because of the, the sound you know the sound pollution the noise pollution the, the visual pollution and then obviously the fumes where mm. it's like Superstar athletes do just train in the mountains like Hunter because mm. it's so rewarding to like you finish your session. I mean, Hunter's got the sauna and ice barrel as well. So we jump into there after and then you're just there and listening to like the birds and the trees. Mm. And then if you want to jump in the river, you can jump mm. in the river. You want to take a nap. It's silent. And that obviously calms your body from a um, super intense. Well, yeah, you've got your sympathetic like nervous state, down. which is yeah. when you're like fight or flight, you know, um, or freeze. Everyone forgets the freeze part of the fight or flight. Oh. What happens when you get robbed, basically? You probably freeze. You probably yeah. don't fight him. You probably yeah. just go, oh. Would you like anything else, sir? <laughs> yeah. Would exactly. you like, you do cash back as well? Yeah. <laughs> do you want my pin? Yeah. yeah. And then you can go on to, like, you know, when you're recovering well, you go into your parasympathetic state. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's obviously going to get you much more hormonally regulated. And then you'll be able to have mm. better outcome performance in the future. Fair. There's a lot of stuff there, which a lot of stuff I'm going to say. I would love to unpack here, but really you should go and go and head over to George's page and check him out and ask him about it in depth because that's what I'll be doing. Um, one thing I did want to ask was about moving from open to pro and what that training split actually looks like because a lot of people listening, they're thinking about making that switch. Is it just a, a, like upping the weights or would you like what would be your top tips for people that are thinking about making the switch? This is the thing, right? There's so many, like I guess, individualities about high rocks because it's an individual mm. sport. So you can say, what should these people do going from pro? Mm. Well, you know, you haven't, you've got a thousand people each with a different body type. How mm. I teach someone who's five foot two to do a ski erg is different to, to a six foot four guy. But generally speaking, if you're going from the open weights to, you know, the pro weights, then yeah, you obviously need to work on your strength. Mm. And it's just at different times of season, you need to work on it. So you have your absolute strength, your mm -hmm. one rep max, two rep max, and then you have strength endurance, kind of like above eight reps. And then you have, you know, like mm. just ultimate endurance, like, you know, ultra marathon runners and Kipchoge running two, three hours at a time, right? So you need to train your body yeah. with a little bit of both at certain points of the year as well. So if you think about a back squat, then, you know, your body weight, maybe between 60 and 80 kilos, you need to be able to move that weight mm. 20 times in a set at your body weight. Mm. That's like a good benchmark. Mm. If you can start doing that regularly, then you could be like, okay, I'm kind of ready to step up a gear. Yeah, wicked. Because ultimately, it's going to come down to yeah, your your mm. sleds and you know, like uh, I guess the, the mm. lunges you can kind of get through, but it's the sleds that everyone's thinking, oh, I don't want to push that weight mm. or pull that weight in going up to the pro. Yeah, so yeah. you your compound <laughs> lifts have to go up in general, not just a squat, mm. but like you know, your push, your military press. Mm. You know, yes, your deadlift, but it's not a straight carryover. Yeah. It, again, it depends for the person to person. Yeah. But your, all your yeah. compound lifts need to go up. And then if you think about it, if you're just trying to get through it and enjoy it, I wouldn't necessarily say you'd have to run faster. 
Yeah. Because that's just going to spike your heart rate mm. more. You can work on that. That's a long-term project, mm. right? You just want to know mm. that when the exercises are there, you've got the strength to get through them. Exactly. I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So if you're talking about that generically. Mm. Do you think that's like the like the most common target that you'd give people who are like, if you were in the off season now, as we're about to enter, mm. what would be your one recommendation to someone? It's like, oh, I'm looking forward to the beginning of next season. Where would you, would you say the, like, the most amount of gains are typically made in, in a longer buildup? towards combination between having a structure in place with their training so either getting a coach figuring mm -hmm. it out stripping it back um dealing with injuries and obviously like are you, is your body fit enough to handle the volume mm. and then working out how many hours you want to throw at it per week per month volume is king but only if your body can handle it mm. Mm. so i've always known i've had really good sound running mechanics so i can go like i just like i said me and hunter did 40 miles in a week and 100 bike miles in 10 days or something but like before that, I'd been running approximately eight to ten k a week of intervals just to try to get fit. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. now I went all into this kind of like base building phase with Hunter, and yeah, it was tiring in a different way. But because I just I know that I can run correctly, like I don't have one leg's going to pay out, or mm. I don't have any, any hip or lower back problems. I knew I could handle it as long as I was eating enough food and getting yeah, enough yeah. sleep. Mm. So fix your injuries if you've got them, and then yeah, really look back at like analyzing your data if you've done a race or actually think about it, what it takes because we, we say volume is king but that doesn't mean hit mm. training four or five times a week that doesn't mean grinding yourself every session i like to kind of leave every session feeling like i could do an extra set an extra round but oh, not interesting so not dead on the floor gasping for breath no, you want to leave feeling stronger bro so you know mm. like because then it's almost like you haven't trained which is already a good way to like the path to recovery Okay. There, there is yeah. times where you actually do need to go right i'm gonna go full yeah, full, full beans yeah i wonder how many different sayings there are for that but yeah full beans full sand so many uh balls to the wall go time <laughs> <laughs> that was the most like i don't know what yeah. i'm saying yeah so exactly there is there is a time to do that mm. three weeks before world champs isn't yeah um you obviously yeah. want to save that for the day mm. So it's all about calculating what you can yeah. put out on that day. But yeah, a lot of it is, I say, hormonally driven. And if you've got the time now in the in the off-season to start again, then yeah, mm. base building, obviously running is 52% mm. of the sport. Yeah. So It's actually 60% of the sport. 60? Is it? Yep. What, what, how are the quick maths on that? Yeah. Uh, I I, there's no quick maths. It's what we've analysed. Because oh, nice. the rock oh, zone is technically also still running. You're not oh, unless so you're walking so in a time It's 800 metres, right? Uh, uh, 600 metres. Ooh. Uh, controversial. Actually, it changes per it does race. Change. It uh, does. does it? I thought it was 8.6. Yeah. No, I knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone who did Glasgow, your yeah. time is nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it changes based on like, because of the laps, they soak it up in the, but the yeah. overall distance is always Some, the same. I mean, yeah. we could go into there, but like, don't get me wrong. Hunter is right. Like, Horses, horses, horses. Yeah. yeah, horses and courses is so different. But mm. like I tell you, there are some people that are like, I've got a 105. And I'm like, no, you haven't. No, you, <laughs> <laughs> you have. Um, <laughs> and, that's, and that's just because it's like, you know, it's like football. Same game, different mm. stadium. Yeah. You got away days. Mm. And, I, and I like it. I like that there are slightly different courses. And mm. the official party line is obviously that it's, it's the same race and it will become that eventually mm. but it can't be when there's a franchise involved and you're like you know we had last season we had different sleds and yeah. you've got different atmospheric pressure and different carpet how can it be mm. but yeah it'd be great i'd like to see yeah um, i mean it comes back to like 
I mean, we've spoken about it before on the podcast, where it's like you've got the New York Marathon, you've got the London Marathon. Yeah. It's okay that it's a bit different. Yeah. I mean, it's technically the same, yeah. and your time does count. I'm just messing Glasgow yeah. people. Don't yeah. cry. But <laughs> That's where a, Ben got his PBA. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. I'm doing a sing- yeah. Everyone's doing a singles there this year. <laughs> Trust me. No, I, the reason I say it doesn't count, like, it does, but the doubles for Glasgow was madness. That chicane that they built mm. into that arena was literally like I was sweeping 15 mm. meters left, 15 meters right. I went around this hair. Yeah, okay. But yeah. if you were in the singles, you could just take yeah. the apex and mm-hmm. just like cut the corner off. Yeah, yeah. So you actually only had three turns. So it probably was a bit faster mm. for singles, but yeah. if you were doing doubles, it was hella slow. Speaking of courses, what, what did you make of uh, London? Recently? Olympia. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Aesthetically pleasing on the eye, yeah. Uh, but I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I mean, okay. I didn't like it for from a race perspective. Like you got seven thousand athletes, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I have to be careful with what I say. Don't worry, Hyrox. Still love you. Still my guys. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of new guys, and everyone hasn't done one of these before. And it's you're talking about gathering a lot of competitive people, mm. and. You know, like I know I've spoken to Jade about this as well. We kind of go, it's like going back to football and you're arguing with the ref, but you can't do that because it's, you know, we're all adults here and we don't mean to say stuff. But I know that I know there was going, you know, some like, you know, elbows were flying at a few Mm. few stages and people were kind of pushing and shoving because the fast and slow lane at High Rocks isn't really adhered to. No, it it can't be. Because at the end of the day, it's human. It's, it's instinct human nature, to go right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I need to. Yeah, I want to do this short. Well, no, one, no one wants to yeah, run yeah, the outside yeah. lane. Yeah, Who wants lane eight? Slower. Yeah. Exactly. No one's looking for lane eight. So I get it. But it's just it was a very compact course. Mm. And so from that point of view, from my race perspective, I obviously go into a mm. course. You go in. Well, I want to get the fastest time I can. Mm. Train this hard. You know why would you not? And you know like it was very tight turns, and I just was mm. like, oh, I love this. You know, Manchester's got long straights and kind of short crosses. This didn't really have either one of that. Yeah. And the, and they, what do you call it? The, um, the like structural as well, yeah. pillars of the building made it a little bit hairy. Yeah. And just from a safety perspective, I was a bit like, I know occasionally, like, you know, people spill water on the course. So you're kind of like just thinking, I got to go yeah. to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, but, I'm here to have fun. <laughs> yeah. But not just, it doesn't take anything away from the event. It mm. is beautiful. And I think the High Rocks continues to break the records. It's it's awesome for them. And, mm. you know, it, it get, at the end of the day, it's getting more people off the sofa doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think it should yeah. just be mandatory to do a High Rocks. And if you can't, then you can't vote. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we can get that. into that a different way. That's, but the, like, that's the sound bite. Yeah. That's the sound bite. <laughs> 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 I, sound, I sound like one of those like fascist <laughs> you're the problem no but, but seriously I, I i think that you know if you look back at like people used to be fit and healthy and just the general state of the public mm. is an absolute embarrassment mm. decaying mm. what is um yeah. what's what, so we had we had um one of our guests say this the other day um what is your thoughts on if you end up podiuming in the singles or in the open Mm. making it mandatory to, to, to do pro from now on. Yeah, I've spotted a few names who keep on, uh, you know, they've got their race now and they're like, I'm going to crush this. Yeah. I'm going to be number one. Again and again. Yeah, I think age group, no, that's fine. But if you're podiuming, then I think, yeah, like I wouldn't say mandatory. People just are going to figure you out. Mm. You know, big fish, small pond. Who wants that story? I've, I've never done like, I've always gone like, I compare myself to the fastest mm-hmm. and then after I, 
you know, bleed out on the floor yeah. <laughs> with pity. Yeah. I go, What's right. What's going on? <laughs> I compare myself to all the dads. And I go, right, who's got children? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this guy doesn't, this guy doesn't. Yeah, but how old is yeah, your son? exactly. <laughs> oh, he's seven, is he? Yeah. That means you can leave him alone for two hours. I don't <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't. And what are his grades like at school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're helping with his homework? Yeah. Or are you just going yeah. off to the gym? Yeah. I've been tra- Dad's been training in the garage for seven hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, listen, it's, um, I think if you keep crushing podiums, mm. I think it's in your interest to move up just because you want to see what you, ultimately you're made of. I mm. think that is the story that Hyrox is able to create. So we have a uh, final kind of wrap-up uh, section, which we're calling Ask G Anything. <laughs> ask G Anything. <laughs> Sounds like Ask Jeeves. Do you remember Ask Jeeves? Yeah, Ask Jeeves. Yeah. 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 It, it? It's yeah. now called Ask right. Jeeves. It's now Ask Jeeves. <laughs> it didn't get a run at it, though, did he? Like... No, yeah, no, Google just came along yeah. and they were like, just yeah, no. cut his knees out, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Poor Jeeves. Okay. We're asking some, some, some questions from the community. Um, interesting question to first start off with. Emily Campbell, 86. How does aging really affect a sport like Hyrox? Because we see some divisions obviously getting faster as you get into like mm-hmm. around 30, that sort of 30, thing. 35, 35, yeah. yeah. And you start to peak and then you start to kind of decline. So I guess like, yeah, any thoughts? I mean... The 30 to 39, I know you've got 30 to 34, is it? Or 35, uh, 35 yeah, to 39? Yeah, yeah. Like those two categories, like the world record, obviously you've got Hunters at 54, 9, and mm. then you've got Toe. To be a slug fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah. is like 57 and change. <coughs> There's not really too much in it from a like, you mm. know, they're both fantastic times. I'd just say what makes the athlete, you've got that experience of your 20s, you know how to train, you've probably just sussed it out as in where is the gold in your routine. Mm. And I just think... If you're getting into, if you've done a whole bunch of, I don't know, hit classes throughout your 20s, you're just on the back foot. Whereas if you've actually done some real sports performance training throughout your 20s, mm. you've had proper coaching, you're, then your streets ahead. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're a you know, 400 mm. meter track athlete or a mile guy or a cross country runner. If you've had correct training throughout, mm. you know, kind of puberty, teenage mm. years, early 20s, you can come along mm. and crush this thing. Kind of, you know, 18 month block of training. Okay, yeah, a couple more quick that. fire questions yeah. then. Uh, favorite go to beer after a high ox race? Uh, specifically beer from Piers underscore PE. Oh, I got into this thing at the moment. It's now something called a bro juice, which is a. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like. I throw it in my face and I was like, what is this? Bro-juice. But now I'm quite into it. It's basically orange juice and a pint of beer. Wow. Yeah, you mix it. But it's exactly the right amount of refreshing. Oh, okay, so it's kind of a bit like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like um one it's of like those lager top, yeah, yeah, lager top, lager top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro juice. But it goes. You, you, it's a one. Bro juice. Yeah. Fair. Would, um, yeah. okay. Bro juice yeah. has a little yeah. bit of a weird connotation. That's what he calls though. it. Yeah, yeah. Bro juice. Yeah. But of course, it would <laughs> yeah, be a like, weird why are you always twisted? You always make it sexual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so true. Next question. <laughs> okay, next question. The loser way. The loser way. You don't know anyone. That's Tiago loser. Oh, okay. Yeah, elite fifteen. Okay, well, from Tiago loser fifteen. Thoughts about creating... No, elite 15, not 15. <laughs> elite 15. <laughs> He's 15 years old. <laughs> the 15-year-old. The elite 15. Uh, from Tiago, thoughts about creating a master coaches board community train sort of standards thing? Yeah. I think there is plans afoot for Ooh. the coaching community in Hyrox. Just because, like, I guess the accreditation, the standard, the amount of people coaching selling programs online is uh it's wild it's, it's blown up it's blown up but there's a lot of in, in any industry it's like this you just get a lot of charlatans that come to the party um, mm. i've had it I literally thank you because i pick up new clients from this because you eventually balls it up for someone mm. and they figure it out but you'll get a lot of pts mm. who are just like 
you know, they've got no idea about Hyrox. They've read it and gone, yeah, I can train my client for that. Mm. And then the client's like, that wasn't what I expected. Mm. They didn't get the result they expected mm. or the understanding. Yeah. Yeah. But there is going to be some uh, reform. Some blue tick level. I don't know about blue tick. That doesn't mean anything anyway, does it, these days? That's but true. I know, I know Tiago is like an absolute beast and he knows his stuff. Um, you know, as does Luca Fit and all the rest of yeah. the guys. Final question from Nat Voyle. Why are you having your own after party in Manchester? <laughs> well, the party's where me and Hunter are going to be, right? So, <laughs> with, the this, this, this just, yeah, with the bro juice. Yeah, with the bro juice. Guys, bring your own bro juice. Um, <laughs> basically. Laced with some builder. <laughs> Laced yeah. with builder, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we've got three flavours, guys. <laughs> you plug it. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't tried builder with beer yet. Is that on Builder the and vodka. Yeah. Builder and vodka. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a thing. Is it? just jacked on a night out. Like, <laughs> right, let's go! I mean, we don't have any caffeine. It's just taurine, so it's like you know, not that big of a deal. Um, why are we having our own party? Uh, it depends on, um, you know, how good the High Rocks party gets together and does a thing. Last time, it was Vegas and it was big, and they mm. did a good job. The start was a little bit sticky, getting everyone to the same point. I think Manchester, the party after, will be easier to congregate mm. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I think everybody, you're on, you're on notice here, everybody. You have to come in a ridiculous outfit after racing no one wants this like you know glamour yeah i'm gonna probably come in uggs shorts and a vest yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. i thought you're gonna come as like avatar or something <laughs> <laughs> you're in a ridiculous outfit george thank you so much for joining us that was fun. um it's been an absolute pleasure is there anything you want to say before you, we go at all um yeah if you guys are looking for a pre-season camp um then i've got Ooh, yeah. the hybrid project in october yeah, in marbella yeah. october 4th to the 8th it's a Wednesday to Sunday, I believe. Mm. So um, get parental... Uh, yeah, get, parental, get, get signed yeah, off get from your teacher. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. sign off from your teacher and yeah. work. Yeah. And yeah, come and train in the sun for a few days. Um, where are looking at going, cool by the way? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're actually... We're, we're, interested. In. we're yeah. interested. Yeah, it's going to be... a. These camps aren't just going to be a beasting. They are going to be like... You know, there's going to be some easier sessions and more intense sessions. So if you, if you get less behind on the run, someone will come and pick you up, unlike Hunter. No, no, yeah. you've got your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's going to be a blast. So um, wicked. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, we'll follow up with some more details of that, and we'll we'll share them online for anyone that's interested. Much appreciated. Um, but yeah, thanks again. Thanks, guys. Solid chat voice. Yeah. That was yeah, a no. solid chat. That was really nice to have him in the studio. Actually, I, I thought his personality is something you rarely get to meet people like this at events yes. so it's, it's nice to actually sit down with him and and unpack his uh, his knowledge yeah i also feel like you wouldn't really spend and have enough time to chat with someone like him even if you did meet him at an event it'd be like short fleeting couple of minutes here or there and he'd be like mm. the george master trainer whereas i feel like we got to you know lift the hood up a little bit yeah see it's what to, see what was under the under the engine under the engine of that <laughs> on that horse yes. um what do you guys think about the training advice though good no i thought it was really interesting um when he said uh, grip strength like that was Mm. not like my mind would never have gone there when thinking of what you can train like imminently before Mm. a race that was actually something that's really stuck with me and like not to be thinking about george in the shower but i was having a shower thought about like what (laughs) what actually as as like as like would i be training right now that i thought helped me in my race the other day training your grip strength in the shower yeah that's okay now it sounds bad now it sounds over reaches his hand out and grips his shampoo yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but i so um in the gym i've been doing a lot of hanging recently um, because uh, okay. like basically for my shoulder um, health 
to be honest. And I didn't really realise, but the actual grip strength, I can now hang for a, a longer time than I could, like four months mm. ago. But um, I wonder if that was why it helped me with my uh, my sled pull and uh, my farmer's carry and stuff like that. Mm. That could have translated quite nicely. Yeah. But especially what he was saying with it being like a short-term muscle memory sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's There's really no point in spending six months training that. It's like... Oh, it's more the fact that it can lead, disappear. In the lead up to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah, can yeah. disappear yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Interesting. I was just going to make a quick question. Are we going to overshadow George in his outfit when we turn up in suits? Well... I think we're showing up to the actual event in suits. The Uh, after party, however, we've not discussed our outfit choices yet. I think I'd like... We're going to have an outfit change. Glitter suit. A white suit. I just watched Eurovision over the weekend. (laughs) and I'm inspired. Hey, Avatar. Avatar costumes are back. (laughs) Avatar, but I don't know. I'd I'd want... Nah, nah. I quite like the idea of your Eurovision thing. Like a proper, like, Graham Norton glittery jacket would be Mm. great. A Eurovision Mm. get-up for World Champs after party. But I do think we should be interviewing people at the after party as well. I think that would be very funny. Yes. And our glitter suits. Christian even asked us. He was like, would you guys be interested in... (laughs) So what are you wearing? (laughs) Yeah. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Bro juices in hand. (laughs) Anyway, grip strength aside... How about we get a little sexy with science? You keen for it, boys? Yeah, baby. Oh, Let's good. go. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. What do you think? Oh, my oh God. My you went for it, man. You fucking went for it. Jesus oh, thank you very much. Bit That's of a throwback, great. I thought, but yeah. it's good. <laughs> Throwback. How's your Saturday night going? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, that Jesus. was that just kept giving, didn't that it? That was quite something. That was quite I something. love it. I don't think what I have to say does does this justice. I'm lost for words. Mm. I did not expect that much. I, I mean, much. he's taken it and he's just elevated the pod an extra like five stars. Mm. Like, if you don't want to leave a review now, then bloody hell, what what more could we give you? <laughs> Speaking of, we are going to give you some. Tom might be lost for words, but I'm here with some numbers. So. On Instagram, you may have seen, and if you haven't, definitely go check out at Pod. We did a venue speed ranking for all of the UK venues that we had last season. And the results of that were that Glasgow was the fastest, followed by London 1, which was in the XL, followed by Birmingham, then came London 2, and running up the rear is... Rounding up, what, what's the saying? Rounding up the rear? Bringing up the rear. Bringing, Bringing up, up the, the rear. rear. I like running I up, up the rear. Running, running up the rear is Manchester. And I wanted to unpack this a little bit more. So we, we put this information out here, but right now I'm going to give you a little bit more details and data as to what actually happened. So how I calculated this was looking at the average finishing times across the board of all divisions in the singles categories and in the doubles categories and determined, right, which were fast and which were slower or which ones were faster than others. So basically a comparison, right? And what we saw is that the, the the clearest result, unfortunately, was that Manchester was just incredibly, incredibly slow. Really? So it was the slowest race across every single division. So whatever have you, pro men, <laughs> pro women, doubles men, it was the slowest everywhere. Jesus. Which we, point in the season was this? 
This it's was like mid, midpoint? January, midpoint? February time, I think. Yeah, January literally the, the, the exact middle, because then it was uh, Glasgow yeah. and London two also, afterwards. Right after Christmas when everyone's been uh, eating well, the this is This is the thing. I want to I wanna have yeah. this discussion with you because, you know, the numbers are there, but, like, the reason behind it, well, that's not for debate. Um, anyway, speaking of Glasgow, that was by far the fastest. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar trend um, that in that every single division was uh, fastest in Glasgow, but do you boys want to know how big a deal this actually is? Should I put some? Should I yeah, put some yeah. Meat like, what does it actually this? mean? For- I've given you the bone, but now's now's time for the meat. Um, it's a pretty big deal. I'm not going to lie. Um, so the pro women had the highest difference with over ten minutes difference from Glasgow to Manchester. Hang on, hang on. Ten so- minutes on average. So the average time was yes. ten minutes faster. Yes. Yeah. faster than Manchester. So if you took Glasgow. your average default High Rocks pro woman, she would be expected to race 10 minutes faster in Manchester uh, in Glasgow than Manchester. Wow. That's a pretty big deal. And pro women was the biggest difference, but it's a big deal across all categories. So open men about 6 minutes, open women 7:39. That's 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 a significant mm. amount. That's like, you know, a whole K of running plus an exercise, essentially, and that's an average. Like that's, that's an average. Yes, yeah. it's it's a it's a pretty big deal. Mm. To go di- to go deeper, I would I would be curious to go into every workout and again break them out and their averages. Yeah, you know, from Glasgow to Manchester and see like. Is it a running on average that's slower in Manchester than Glasgow or is it a sort of yeah. particular workout? Well, well I think really it come, comes back to like what is really changing here and the exercises are pretty much standard, um, but it's the layout of the course mm-hmm. and yeah. the laps run and the amount of turns on each course. So those are the real variables that are changing here. And like, is there anything, did you actually look at any of that to think if like, what's the fastest course? How many bends did that have compared to the slowest? I did. I did my homework. Okay. You'll be pleased to know. And I do have an answer. The two slowest venues actually had an extra lap that you ran round to complete your kilometre versus the fastest three. So that might well be something that impacted. Okay, hang on. Right, so we can say that for all intents and purposes, what we found is that three lap courses are statistically slower. Based on a sample size of five, yes. So I'm not sure we can say that with 100% certainty, but like it seems to be Manchester, three-ish laps, London two, also three-ish laps. The Mm. other ones, much closer to two. It's never quite two or quite three, right? Because you have the rock zone in and rock zone out at like different places. But for all intents and purposes, two versus three, the two lappers were well, higher up, well, yeah, slow, you, uh, faster rather, and the slower ones had three laps. Think about it in two and three laps. What you're really looking at there is an additional number, like additional four bends is what, yes. you, is what you're encountering yes. there. So that's an additional, be- well, four times you're going to have to slow down to make a corner, watch mm. out for people in front of you. Like, mm. I'd love to know if we were to look at the course breakdowns, whether the, if we took all the, the sum of the average times and looked at the sum of all running and rock zone time, mm, whether the percentage yeah. break like would differ between each one. Well, don't tell me as, you've done set, it. Set that as my homework, boys. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. good homework. It's yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, no. No. Oh, okay. I got really um, excited just then. But yeah, that concludes Getting Sexy science, with Science. science.
Well done. Well done on your homework, man. That was no, good. No problem. No problem. And that's all we've got time for, unfortunately. Um, but uh, what a fantastic episode. Thank you so much for coming on the journey with us. If you've enjoyed it so far, there's a little gift from us to you in the Instagram bio. You can go and find 10% off your next race. It now works in all the markets that we say it does uh, on the website because you know what? Um, there were a few issues and people that sent in messages saying, hey, does this work? Thank you very much for that. We love you. You're the community. This is why we get better. Uh, but if you've enjoyed the episode, please remember to hit like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next Wednesday, I guess, guys. Yeah? Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Indeed. So for now, uh, rock zone out, baby. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. Rock zone out.